Hello and welcome to Flippin' and Mashing, a podcast about pinball and pinball. We have stopped talking about arcade games because we have not been to an arcade. Yeah, I thought that sums it up. Well, <laughs> and all bad. the new arcade games are just Big Buck Hunter, Zombie Edition, and, you know. Actually, the, there's more than that. Um, you just haven't been to the arcade or follow Raw Thrills on Twitter. Yeah. There's a there's the new VR, I want to say Godzilla, but it's not. It's King Kong. Yeah. Just you in should... time for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple other arcade units and then uh Cruise and Blast was mm-hmm. ported to the Switch and I cannot well, yeah. get enough of that. I know, I know. You have been just like oh. my daughter brings it up Cruise all the time. Blast. I'll pick her up from daycare and she's like, "Hey dad, can I tell you a secret?" And she's like whispers in my ear, "Cruise and Blast." Mm. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh so we definitely play that. Although she is just obsessed with playing as the unicorn. So that helps. Yeah. It is definitely a family kid-friendly game. Uh so I cannot recommend it enough. Otherwise, I potentially will be visiting. There's a little game shop down in Forest Lake and they yep, punch s- out. Yeah, punch out and they sell used games uh like video games and mm-hmm. they supposedly have a couple pinball and maybe a few arcade games. So I'm going to swing in there when I make my way to the cities. Yes, they have a Jurassic Park Pro, a Game of Thrones Pro. Uh, One or both of them at any time is uh, having some type of issue because I guess the operator goes there like once every two months to just, he does a quick pickup and that's about it. Um, Do you know who the operator is? No. It's not anybody that we know. Oh, it might be me. Because I'm really, I, that's like how I operate route games. Mm. Once a year, I just swing in. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. And then uh, they have a like multicade Galaga kind of era multicade. So the and Facebook picture showed three pinballs. Did they switch? Uh, there's a pitch and bat. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to check that out. There's a couple games I want. Video games, but I'm assuming right they're going to be stupid price, so I probably won't pick Dude, any up. Dude, 3D Dot Heroes is 50 bucks for the PlayStation 3. I should sell mine. You shouldn't, because it's a great game, but I get it. Yes, but when will I play it again? I don't know, Parnell. You're really just I saw that. Nintendo Switch games. You should really just get rid of everything that is a Nintendo Switch. I haven't <clears> even <throat> barely played that. Well, but you know, you should just get rid of everything but Nintendo Switch because that's really what you love playing. I uh, was looking in my cabinet of all my Switch games. I have so many Switch games. Mm-hmm. I haven't even played them. Yeah, but you have so many other like retro games that I'm sure you haven't played. Just, just get uh-huh. rid of them. Uh, that would break my hoarder mentality. You'll just hoard other things. <laughs> Good point. Maybe some pinball parts. Right. Yep. Like some plastics from a Joker poker. I think I got rid of those. (laughs) Eventually. Okay, that leads me to my... uh... There. Hmm? Hold on. We're doing this this show all wrong. I have a question for you. 
I'm a, I'm I'm gonna have to interrupt you. What are you drinking? Oh, I am finishing the last of my Surly Brewing Mango Supreme Tart Ale with mango added, mm. and after that, I'll probably be done. Maybe water. Okay. What about you? <sighs> Parnell listeners, I have more new more new lovely Lagunitas hop. Uh-huh. Hoppy refreshers. Oh, I think I have one left in my fridge. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They are so fucking delicious. It, you definitely have to like hop. They're so fucking delicious. Hmm. Sometimes it just is too hoppy for me, and some days it tastes delicious. Hmm. All right. Well, so now that we got that out of the way, I just wanted to have a small celebration that I was able to get more. <laughs> Pop, Did you buy like th- three more crates of it? No. Uh, <clears throat> interesting story. Uh oh. Went to a friend's house for movie nights a couple days ago. Well, movie night, not plural. And stopped at the Cub next to their house to grab some like healthier alternative snacks to what is normally stocked at the house that we were going to to watch movies. Bad Cub movies. is like. Cub is just a grocery store. Yes. Kind of a Minnesotan grocery store. Yeah, it's it's equivalent to like, I guess maybe like a Publix almost if you live in the South, if you know what that is. But um, yeah, so we stopped there and we grabbed most of our stuff and Chelsea kind of looked at me and she's like, well, do you want to get something to drink? And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe like some sparkling waters, like some LaCroix or something. So we walked over to where the LaCroix were. And I just like kept walking past where I saw the LaCroix to just kind of like see what all was there on the aisle. And then bam, they're just right fucking there on the shelf. I grabbed all of them except for two uh, small like four packs. I'm sure I just looked like a crazy man walking out of there. Oh, it's because there's no alcohol. So they list they right. put them in the non. Right. So I uh, haven't checked at the Cub store. Uh, grocery store that's right next to my house. But I have a sneaking suspicion that they might be there, too. And if that's the case, that's seriously the best fucking news ever. Because that would mean that I don't have to buy them in mass uh, like an hour away. You bought them an hour away? That's where I bought the three cases, yeah. Oh. Um, The funny part is they would be in the liquor store because of the manufacturer or the brewing company. Mm -hmm. But they would be in the non-alcoholic so in Minnesota, to sell alcohol, you can't. Let's see. In a grocery store, we can only buy what three two beer. Yep, three point two percent or lower, so they could put it in there. But then to buy alcohol, we have to have a like separate store. Even if Cub has a grocery store and a liquor store attached, it has to be a separate entrance for the liquor store. And if it's like Sam's Club. You can not be a member and purchase alcohol from them, which is funny because I just read something about Costco coming up to Duluth and someone asked that same question about the liquor store. And so I was just versed on Minnesota's rules. Wow. So we're getting a Costco in like a month. That's pretty exciting. I might Uh, never see my wife again. I also have another exciting update. Um, I know 
Parnell, uh, I'd just like to thank you. The Lotsa Matza macaroni and cheese pizza. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. I huff and puffed. Hang on. I huffed and puffed because I thought you were telling a pinball update. No. I should edit that huff and puff out. No, Please, you shouldn't. Go actually. ahead with this supreme nope. delicious <laughs> update that you're about to drop. Yeah, so I had a lots of matzo pizza, uh, macaroni and cheese. And then a few days, like a day, two days later, I had a Topper's mac and cheese pizza. And mm. I don't know if those guys were just like having a super off day, but that lots of matzo pizza, I think by far is now my favorite macaroni and cheese pizza. So you heard it here first, everyone. Yeah, there we go. Our last episode. We gushed we about had pizza 20 like minutes, minutes about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Oh, hey, check this out. So sometimes uh, when I was single, or I guess we've done it a little bit as a family, we'll take tortillas, put pizza sauce, and then, you know, the pepperoni and cheese and olives or whatever you put on your pizza. But I'll make them in the oven just on little tortillas. Have you ever done oh. that? Yes, uh, we have. I think we've done it with different, like, breads. But, yeah, Chelsea's made, like, kind of pizza not pizzas before. And they're good. They, they trick me into thinking that they're healthier because there's, like, not really much crust. But tortillas still have <laughs> a bunch of carbs. Mm-hmm. And then... uh. What's the other pizza on the English muffin? English muffin pizzas are pretty good, too. Yeah. I really like uh, pizza hot dish. What? Or like, pizza hot dish? Yeah. it's You take, like, all the ingredients that you would use to cook pizza, but instead of, like, putting <laughs> raw dough in your crock pot, uh, you put noodles in there. And that's, like, your carb. And then mm. you have, like pepperoni diced up into little pieces and cheese and pizza sauce instead of like spaghetti. Uh, that's really good. <laughs> I want to say I've had it, but I've never made it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to congratulate you on being correct. <laughs> oh, this brings me back to my college days. Did you ever have easy Mac? pizza like no. pizza flavored easy mac no i hate easy mac okay well when you're in a college dorm and all you can have is a microwave it's amazing but Not ramen my roommates and neighbors hated the smell of the pizza easy mac macaroni and cheese <laughs> and i'm not saying that they weren't wrong or right mm-hmm. but the flavor the taste was better than the smell but it was a little weird, but I definitely Mm. ate a lot of it. Mm. I cannot find it anymore. I'm assuming they discontinued it because it was not popular. (laughs) Yeah. No, if, if I'm, if I'm in a scenario like that, I enjoy, um, I really enjoy, I think they'd call it like, I think it's like legitimately slang. It's slang term is like pizza dinner. Or not pizza dinner, excuse me, prison dinner. Pizza's on the mind. Sorry, listeners. Um, where you literally take like canned chili and you dump it into a, a small bag of like Fritos and you then just eat the chili and Fritos out of the bag. Like you don't get it like scalding hot, but you get it like nice and hot. 
you know, melt in the bag. And then, yeah, it's just kind of like walking tacos, but with chili. Uh, but that's apparently a very common thing that is eaten in prison. So that's one of them. And then I guess the other one would be like ramen. Uh, but then I'll take eggs and I'll like drop eggs in there and essentially make like a pseudo egg drop ramen soup thing. I do that too. And that's bombastic. I have heard if you make the crappy ramen and then add an egg and some cheese or something, it can definitely taste better than what it originally is. Yeah, well, I mean, you're over here trying to die on a hill saying that pepperoni or pizza flavored Easy Mac was good. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you right now, any flavor of Easy Mac is shadowed, dwarfed by ramen. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've searched for this Easy, Easy Mac pizza flavor and it obviously doesn't exist but annie's with the little bunny mm-hmm. they make a one pot pasta pizza mac with hidden veggies i might have to buy this and just try it huh. i probably will just to see if it sucks yeah i'll have, to have a review otherwise maybe next episode we could just talk about you know uh peanut butter and jellies no no, I hate peanut, peanut butter and jellies. What about peanut butter? Do you have a preference on which peanut butter? Um, I guess it depends. I mean, Jif's always great, but sometimes I like you know, Jif smooth, but then sometimes I like a crunchy peanut butter. Oh, really depends. Get out of here. Skippy creamy. Natural. All day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I'm not a big peanut butter and jelly fan. Well, that's ridiculous. How do you survive? Well, I guess I guess I am because I love Uncrustables. But oh my gosh! I just and you're me. getting me crap about Easy Mac, and you eat Uncrustables. Yeah, Uncrustables are delicious, though. <laughs> Disgusting, and All they right. also don't stink like shit either when you're done <laughs> cooking them in the microwave. <laughs> okay, okay, you got me on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same yeah, thing. Must though. have been a great roommate in college. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Making the whole fucking dorm smell like shit. <laughs> oh boy! I uh, so at one point later on in my college career, we had a townhome with a roommate, and my roommates were a couple uh, together, and they made a. I don't know if it was a curry or just some sort of like soup or something. It was very pungent on the odor, and it pretty much filled the townhome up. And a couple friends of mine swung over to pick me up or what hang out or whatever, and they said their jackets were like stained <laughs> with the smell. <gasps> they had to wash them a couple times. It was so funny. Oh boy! How could you? Oh, I guess you're not using that distributor. Yeah, so listeners... Uh... Uh, hey, Mr. Man. <laughs> Get all excited. Mm-hmm. Are, we, are we going? Are we going to go down this Ryan's daily flip? No. <laughs> no. We're, we're going to go down. You had a question for me before I interrupted you, admitting that the lots of matzo macaroni and cheese pizza was supreme. Dude, I have no idea what it was. I have a dad brain. Oh, Okay. I guess then, oh, sure. No, no, I yeah. remember. Oh, okay. All right, so I have a question for you slash our listeners, like a legit listener question. 
I have my pinball tools and parts. Oh, okay. I have my pinball tools in a, I guess it'd be almost like a network, like a computer network bag, like almost like a, like a mini luggage bag. And it zips open and then folds open and there's kind of like some tool things. Then there's some Velcro flaps for more junk you can shove in there. And then my parts are in Sterilite like drawers, like the drawers you get at Target, like the three stack. There's a small width one, then a wider width one. And that's mm-hmm. in my game room at the moment. And it's taking up space. <laughs> and I'm wondering, it's kind of a two-parter, but it merges into one question. Because I'm kind of tight on space, I'm wondering if there's a way to organize my parts into a single uh, nicer organization-y thing, but then also have a mobile ability to take my tools slash some parts with me when I have to go uh, to the bar or someone's house to fix something or your house because you can't fix... Oh my gosh, my dog is under my pinball machines doing God knows what. Hang on. <sighs> that dog. Oh wow. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I get a new dog, right? I can get a different I just could not have a dog. <laughs> you're you're well, now he's out. He's like, eh. I'm done breaking all the parts under the game. Yeah. Gus. Gustavo is his um, name when he is in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of my ideas that popped in my head was Milwaukee's packout system. And what I would do is they have... I have a packout for some tools in my garage. Um, but the packout for my tools is big bins. Like uh, the bottom bin is on the roller, so it's like two feet deep. And to get to that bottom bin where, like, my hacksaw or skill saw is, I have to take everything off of it. But my thought process was on packing up my pinball stuff. But uh, They make low-profile, clear-top pack-out, like, trays. And I would do those for my uh, parts. And so every part would have a little bin, so coil stops and... uh, these these screws and those screws and so I'd have I'm just assuming three to four of those which yeah you have to unhook and look but at least I could label them and I could organize them and like this one's screws and bolts this one's got I don't know but then I'm thinking for my tools I have like a socket set or a, a nut driver set obviously some Phillips and some flatheads and then all sorts of random tools. I I could maybe fit them in there, but then at least with the packout system, they're partly mobile, like a briefcase but then I could still have a... I could store them in my utility room when I'm not using them. Otherwise, there's like the normal, I don't know, shelf organizer bins, but then you're kind of stuck on they're sitting in a bin, 
So you either take the bin to go work on something, or you have to take one or a couple parts out, and then you have to put them back if you don't use them. So they're kind of stuck there. I, I'm having a hard time figuring out how I can be partly organized and mobile, and I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not an ultra organized person. I'm a partially organized person. So. You're not going to like what I have to tell you, but if you search in your heart, you'll know it to be true. You need to have two sets of tools. I have two sets, though. Like, I have my home tools, like my nice garage, like, shop tools. And then I have my pinball tools, which are in that bag already, like my mobile bag. But that bag is so huge, and I barely use anything out of it. Well, then you need to do a better job of well, just, putting I mean, things that are useful in the bag. No, I mean the bag itself is too big. Like it's oversized oh, for what get I get a smaller do. bag. But then, what, okay, then what do I do with my parts? Because the the Milwaukee Packout has tool bags. Now they don't like if if I tip it upside down, tools will fall out because it's like an electrician's bag. Mm-hmm. But it, they have a bag, and it's small it could work and it can click on to my pack out system yeah. i don't know I, it's not like uh i tried to find a pack out that was like uh from what's uh home depot's brand R- rigid or husky but they don't make the thin low profile or the half size in the clear to see things and like organize screws and stuff but yeah i don't know i I'm curious, I don't know if anybody listens that's like an operator or anything, but it's kind of a hard, I feel it's the hard thing to do, to have. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it sucks, but you just have to have like your main tool bag. And it sounds like you just need to get a smaller one. So, you know, you aren't carrying a big massive bag around with like eight tools in it that you use regularly. But I mean, I guess it really depends what you're doing. Cause if you're going out to somebody's house, you, you're probably just going to bring a couple bags with you. But if you're just going out on like location or something to like fix a game, I mean, realistically you just need some stern, you know, stern stops re- that are replacements and uh, you know, like a, one of those Tupperwares of the Pinball Life clear silicone replacement stuff for any like rubbers or anything that are broken in a game, <clears throat> you know, and then the, the rest of it, you know, you could have a shitload of parts, but then you need like a van to fit all the parts. So instead, I would just bring like really low, easy hanging fruit. No, but then, then where do I how do I store my parts at home? You'd be able to take the Tupperware out pretty easily. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm of not gonna... sil- like silicone. No, I'm talking about like my current three Sterilite drawer things full of parts. Because those won't fit in my utility room. I mean, they will, but they won't. Well, I, I think you'll just have to get a... Um, kind of like those bins that you, you love Ugh. to hate. <laughs> I know, but... Because the problem is, my utility room isn't like I don't have like a bench there to like work on things there. I have to bring stuff out to my game room, 
and I'll have potentially a folding table, like a mini folding table when I need to work on something. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not going to have, this is the game room is quite, you know going to turn into the game room living room where I don't just have my crap <laughs> left out everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a good answer, but the pack out system was my best answer. Yeah, I mean the thing with the pack out though is <clears throat> I I I mean short of just not having a second set of harbor freight tools that you're lugging around with you. Wait, wh- why do I need a second set of anything? Well, you're right. You already have a second set. But like like my I'm pinball tools are my pinball example. tools though. Okay. Right. So you were saying I was saying you should have one set of pinball tools that do not ever leave your bag. And that is your mobile tools. You do not touch those. If you are inside the house, they stay like in your truck underneath one of the seats. Oh, and then you have your home tools that stay in your little utility closet where you have all your parts. And then in your, in your mobile one, you have again, the easy low hanging fruit. You get like a, 145 piece you know clear silicone band kit from pinball life you get some uh, the stern stops that you can have in there you know maybe some i don't know probably like the four or five most common size sleeves uh to just have them in there as well a little bit of sandpaper you know you just kind of you rock out that way, you know, maybe you have like a flipper coil or two from old games or, you know, different generation games, like from a Williams or something like that. You just kind of have it in there, but I wouldn't have like a ton of parts in there, but I would leave that. Like I would never take that stuff out of your vehicle. And then if you're going somewhere in your mobile, it's just there. Oh my God. Have you, but if you had a car full of children's stuff, well, it sounds like the children need less stuff. <laughs> um, that's not a horrible idea, but I don't go on routes very can... often. Okay, I mean, I but... currently carry my tool, my my pinball tool bag. I I bring it inside, and then when I go places, I have to, I have to go grab it. So it currently is my my all in one bag. Okay, and... well, that's also not a bad idea either, because that's kind of what my travel bag ended up becoming was just like my bag and that's not inherently a bad thing because then you know you have your multimeter in there presumably um you know and a bunch of more like specific tools that you might not normally be utilizing if you're on the road but you have them with you but it sounds like you have the right bag and i bet that bag even though it's big and massive will still fit underneath one of your seats in your truck in the back Mm. However, yeah, it I sounds like you just bit. want to spend different money <laughs> on something else, so you can you can have that uh, that big dick energy. And I'm like, oh yeah, look at this! I got the Milwaukee multi layout <laughs> toolbox thing where I just pull a thing out, boom! It's like a tackle box, but it's a toolbox. Wham! <laughs> if I wanted something to fit under my seat, I would need to get those. Uh... Like one of the like Husky makes them. They're like small canvas like bags. Yeah, see that's what I use, and I like it. See, I should get that that goes in the truck with like the nut driver set, a, a socket or wrench for your legs. 
and right, and that's why I was bolts. saying Harbor Freight too. Oh like, sure, you know, because their 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 nut drivers aren't awful. So like, go there, get a set of their nut drivers. Are they magnetic? Just, no, but Fuck. you could get a strong neodymium magnet and stick it to the base of it, and it'll work. <laughs> what? Uh, Farmer Ryan, what? Why I would I go a... out and spend like fucking a hundred dollars on a super nice magnetic nut driver set when I can go to Harbor Freight for like fucking twelve dollars and get the the same nut driver set that just doesn't have the magnet in it? Because I have <laughs> those super expensive nut driver like long. Yeah, shaft I'm with... sure they're great. I'm sure. I'm sure they they're are so fucking nice. amazing. And but I'm not you... spending a hundred dollars on. <laughs> I asked for them for Christmas, so Santa gave them to me. When you're not dropping screws and nuts <laughs> and then losing them inside at a bar with no light, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I get it. but Well, I guess we'll see if any listener has any opinions on their organizing They're of things. They're just going to agree with me. <sighs> <laughs> They're, They're just going to say you need to just get a smaller bag and bippity-boppity-boop. Like 10% of it is 10% of my problem. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to do what every other pinball guy does, which is uh, like Tupperware containers slash clear totes slash those little uh, storage cup bin things that you you know I'm talking about. <sighs> and that's where all your parts go. I don't want them. I know hmm. you don't. I feel you. I understand. You've seen my basement. It's just a fucking shamble of parts everywhere. <laughs> that is what my basement currently is, and I'm being told. Or I'm agreeing that it should not be because my son gets into everything. And so, yes, I will start losing stuff. Hmm. That is my current conundrum. I have a conundrum, too. Oh, is it how, how how do you keep a pinball machine for more than 24 hours? Nope. No. Oh. Clickety click, click, clack. Yeah, yeah isn't this the one that was stupid? Yes, this is. <laughs> <laughs> it makes right, no so sense. I guess we can talk about uh, game room updates. <laughs> Uh, I'll go first. We'll save the best for last. Parnell gets to have his updates. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what happened? What? Uh... So lots happened since last time we did a podcast. Uh, yeah, what shiny object have you found? None at this time. But um, having the Star Trek Next Gen and the Stern Star Trek, both in my basement. I can understand uh, exactly how Steve Ritchie came up with the Stern Star Trek, because he literally just took a few things out of um, Next Gen, made it a standard body instead of a wide body, and he was like, da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've come out with a new pin. You'll never guess. It's a Next Gen with less parts and smaller but it's new. <laughs> um, and it, it, wait, when it, you first told me, though, that it was the same, I did not believe you because they look 
from my memory, they are completely different. Right. I mean, okay. I'm not saying it's like carbon copy. copy. Yeah. But if you look at where a lot of the shots are and how the shots kind of flow and kind of where everything is, there's a little bit of a different picture that starts to get painted. Um, and I guess that's where I kind of noticed. I was like, like, this is kind of the same, but different. Like the ball doesn't go where you would necessarily expect it to, but uh you know at, at the end of the day that is more or less um they're, they're more or less the same and initially me and chelsea had discussed uh if we find a medieval madness that's up for trade or sale and the person is crazy enough about star trek that they'd take both of our star trek pins we would do that trade like that's still on the table i would absolutely trade our two star trek pins for a medieval madness however um that's not going to happen and that's fine uh I, I i realize that saying something like that is uh you know just not going to make it happen so with that being said then we kind of discussed some more and i was like well you know maybe we'll take the new star trek and we'll we'll trade it away uh, but after discussing it with chelsea it really seems like we both are in agreement here that the old star trek for us just doesn't tickle our pickle as much as the new one hmm. so star trek next gen's up for sale do you think it's and because, I've already had a couple offers. Go ahead. Do you think it's because uh, you're just turning into a stern fanboy? No. I don't no. think it's that. No. No, it's not it. I think it's more... Um, I like the code depth more on the stern Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the shots more. They don't feel as let me use the term or I'll, I'll use the word weird. Um, the geometry's there on next gen, but it just doesn't flow right. And then in comparison, you look at his next attempt at more or less the same layout with some stuff missing. Uh, it's a lot more satisfying for me. Now, that's, of course, my opinion. I also hate Creature from the Black Lagoon, which is like heresy. So obviously I'm stupid and dumb. Don't listen to my word as, you know, the one to follow. But um, we, you know, had just decided that. So our next gen went up for sale. Uh, it's actually up for trade. But, you know, same difference. Uh, thus far, I have been told by a distributor who will remain nameless simply for the fact that I don't think that they even deserve to have their name bumped, uh, who told me that they would give me $2,700 credit trade-in on, <laughs> on my next gen, uh, which uh, has just been shopped out, full LED'd. It's overall, I would say, like a eight for cabinet. It's not perfect. Um, it has a few 
minor scuffs on it on the head specifically and on the front there's a sticker decal that i need to goo gone off but like otherwise the cabinet's in good shape it doesn't have huge chunks missing out of it and the playfields i mean i sent you pictures parnell the playfields mm-hmm. actually like in really good fucking shape um so it's you know been clean chopped out gone through it's got a pinball basement new driver board in it it works 100 percent um so i don't know i i I was i want to say kind of i was really offended when the distributor got back to me and said it was going to need a bunch of work and that uh you know they were gracious enough to offer me twenty seven hundred dollars credit towards another game that i was looking at in their lineup and i was like okay I too like to buy things for a third of something and flip it and make, uh, you know, twice the profit of what I've invested. But uh, that never happens. So I wish them the best in their adventures. Um, Also was offered a Spider-Man listeners. If you've been listening long enough, I think you'll know that I had a Spider-Man in my basement. He very quickly left because I think I played it and I said, this is a worse Star Trek. <laughs> uh, I like the game a lot. It's not bad, but it, I don't know what it was. Something about it. It just, it was very off putting. I can't tell you exactly what it was either. What? Off putting? Yeah. It yeah. supposedly plays like Attack from Mars, too. Mm, I did not get that vibe whatsoever. But oh, that's what everybody said when it came out. It was kind of funny because it has a three bank drop target. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just for us, it wasn't a forever pin. It was it was short lived. So I let that guy know. And then I just recently as we were uh, like literally right now, I just, that's why I was typing to Parnell. Uh, I just got an offer for a world cup soccer with color DMD full top side teardown, uh, which I'm going to have to pass on. Uh, I don't, I like the game a lot and I'd love to get another one. Uh, so our listener, Justin, a very good friend of ours could come over and get super excited that I got it. But then also crush his 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 everything when he realized that I was you know wouldn't be a, a forever pin again because uh, <laughs> I've already had it in my basement once, um, and he loved it. But you know, truthfully, I, the person I'm talking to, bless their heart, uh, they have it marked at like 5700, and uh, World Cup soccer just isn't worth that to me, so. Yeah. So far, that's all I've gotten. Now, if any of our listeners want it, uh, it is I, I could ship it or we could set up. Uh, I'm willing to drive for a listener. We could talk if you emailed us, um, but I'm willing to drive far for a pinball guy to make the right deal work. If that's what it took uh, as far as for a trade, uh, I am also willing to pack it up, bulletproof it uh, with one inch pink foam insulation and ship it out to a new homeowner that will love it and care for it in the way that it deserves to be. And you can whisper to it every night that I was wrong 
and that it is the far superior Star Trek pin. But uh, yeah, it's kind of all I got right now. I wish I had more. What would you be interested in getting? So games that have come up as would takes uh, Avengers Pro is a is a hundred percent wood. Um, as far as for others, I mean, I already have a Godzilla on order, so that's not one. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy would be another one that we would trade for. Why? It's just Metallica. You hated Metallica. No, I really liked Metallica. <laughs> so did Chelsea. She didn't like the band pin, and that's why we take a Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, you know, Guardians, Avengers. I don't know. I'm sure there's some others uh, that we would trade for, but those are like our two top ones. But then, like, I'd also fully consider like a shadow that's been restored with a clear coated playfield swapped out too because i've seen a few of those floating around randomly so like i'm not just looking for sterns like the right valley williams game came along uh, i'd do that too and a shadow has been one that i've wanted for a while so but other Mm, than that i don't know how long it would stay but yeah the shadow is fun other than that you know i'm kind of open to whatever so listeners if any of you guys uh you know you're looking to maybe swap up the lineup or you know wanting to buy a new game if you don't have one to trade uh you know definitely hit us up and we'll see if we can't work out a deal but uh yeah that's the only exciting thing i have to talk about for my game room updates i do have some other exciting stuff but that's not game room updates i just uh, got to go out on location and play something Mm. was it mandalorian no (laughs) So, Parnell, what game room updates do you have? Uh, Ghostbusters and Lord of the Rings are gone. They have been physically removed from my premises. Oh, my God. How does it feel? Um, Ghostbusters, I miss. I like that game. I got rid of it because I didn't play it and the family didn't like it. Well, but it's a great time to sell it. <laughs> I I miss it, but I don't m- miss it. Like I don't feel like I need to go buy it again. I kind mm. of had the nostalgia of like, well, is there a pro? But nah, I'm okay for now. If if Dude, in six pros months, are even going fucking oh, crazy money. Crazy, have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen what Ghostbusters pros are going for? Uh, the price of a premium. New yeah. 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 No, thanks. there's a dude that just sold his Ghostbusters Pro that I saw uh, with a color DMD and a few slime mods on it. And he sold it for seventy five hundred or eight thousand dollars. I can't remember which on Facebook, but a bunch of people were giving him shit. And then like the next day, he's like, hey, pending pickup. And then, yeah, he marked it sold like somebody bought an eight thousand dollar or seventy five hundred dollar ghostbusters pro i can't believe it um i will say i okay i have not played the game in a long time i had it at um my office when i was doing the basement and then i barely played it 
And then the code update dropped. I updated it, played maybe one game, and then brought it home, and it maybe played one more. Like, I did not play the new code. And when it sold, I played a game to make sure everything was working because I put those new plastic uh, parts on the drop target, uh, the Screlly Brothers, so they would stay up. Mm-hmm. And uh, played a game. And I do not know if I like the new code versus the old code. I like that things are mixed up. Like, the callouts are different. There's different modes start. That I like. But the scoring and some other things, it's stupid easy. And that I do not like. Like, you get multi or extra ball after extra ball with no problem. It feels like a Gottlieb System 3. Hmm. I don't know what it is, but uh, that playing it was like, yep, nope, it's okay if it leaves. Hmm. Okay. And then, I guess, uh, with a little bit of Ryan's magical help, uh, we pulled the trigger on the new in-box Monster Bash SE. Ooh. Uh, when does that yep. get there? That got there Friday. <gasps> and so... <laughs> Usually with freight, there's not tracking. Like you just, you could call them and figure it out, but ABF had some tracking. And so I was watching it as it was coming and it was like, it'll get there Friday. I'm like, well, that's all right. It'd be fun to have for the weekend. Then it said, oh, we're, it's going to get there Thursday. Well, no, it got to Duluth on Thursday, then switched hands to a local truck company. And then the local truck company had it Thursday to Friday. And so I contacted them and was going, hey, are you guys coming out today? Or can I come pick it up? Didn't hear back for a couple hours. But then uh, you had got contacted. And so you told me to give them a call. And so we worked out, uh, me and the local truck company, and I went and picked it up because they couldn't come out till Monday. Okay, hold on. Bullshit. You didn't work out diddly dick. They called me and I worked out. You get to go to pick up the game that day. And I called you and I was like, go get it, Parnell. Your game's ready for you. (laughs) Well, then they finally got back to me like when I got home. And they're like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm like, yep, no no worries. I already have the game. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so I picked it up. And I left it in my garage and waited for my wife to get home. And so she unboxed, her and my daughter unboxed Monster Bash. And I proceeded to play it most of the night after everybody went to bed. Yeah. Um, I missed the topper, but the game is absolutely gorgeous. And it's a lot harder than the virtual one on my iPad from the pinball arcade. No. It's so much (laughs) harder. Like hitting creature is mm-hmm. uh right at the tip of the flipper yep. from a trap. Yep. And um hitting the left ramp for the bride. Whew, that is a tight ramp shot. Yes it is. It's like Legolas. Yeah. And then the, it's the right shot from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, no, it, that's yeah, good good example. It's a very tight long shot and then the the part is You'll hit it, and if it doesn't have enough oomph on it, it comes up, it rolls back down. Um, then the right ramp is just on a spot on the flipper that you don't expect. It almost feels like Medieval Madness's right ramp, where it's a little bit lower than what you thought. But 
I guess Metallica is similar. So if you get in the flow of uh, on the fly flipping, you can hit them back and forth. Right. I did. I listened to your tutorial on how to play. Then I watched the Papa one and I've been watching them. There's two on YouTube. I've been watching them like weeks leading up to this. Mm -hmm. And so it's been fun to try to do things. So the other day, I said, I only want to just get mosh pit multiball. So that's all I went for. And yeah, did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, I played today on lunch break and I did collect a, a probably, I think every character, but the bride or something, or I got all of them. I can definitely see if you play pinball a lot that it could get boring. And not boring, but like you could get to the wizard mode often. Um, I could see that happening, but I have a lot of really bad games. But to me, I guess it does feel like a good replacement for Lord of the Rings where I can get places in it and it feels good. But it's still really funny and my family really likes it. Well, I mean, that's all you can ask for, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like that, you know, because Tron's leaving, so this has simple rules for me, like collect the characters, complete the characters to get their instruments, and then start your monster bash. But it's still hard for me to get there, so it's uh, a challenge, and it's doable, but it's still fun to do it. Like, it doesn't feel like a chore at the moment to play monster bash i'm really enjoying it so that's uh that's a good thing yeah no absolutely i think so and uh, i'm happy you're, you're loving the game too yeah it, it, i i know it's new so it has that i want to play it all the time feel mm -hmm. but it definitely i think when you know some of the rules to a game it and you're okay at the game it also makes you want to play it because you know what to do. I don't know. But it definitely has been fun to flick it on and uh, shoot around a bunch and either drain horribly. Like uh, Sunday, I played with my father-in-law and his friend, and I lost. They both beat me. It was bad. But then, you know, I, the next day I have a game that's, 58 million so i do like that where it's it's i don't hit the wizard mode or i don't collect all the characters every single time it's not easy for me so it's uh the main point is my family enjoys it so that's good my daughter is wondering where polly is polly's stuck in the mine she wants to know why she's there and she wants to know why the game isn't in her basement i mean which makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, where, where's Cactus Canyon? I want to see Polly. Why is yep. Polly in the mine? <laughs> You're not wrong. Where's Polly? So, I thought Expo was next week. Maybe we'll find out more information. So, yeah, once Tron leaves, then it's just uh, waiting on Cactus Canyon and the next P3. Yes, sir, Bob. That is... Oh, my game room updates. Uh, 
my dry bar cabinets are installed. I have called the countertop people, told them to get out here and measure. Uh, it looks really nice. It just takes up the space of three, potentially four pinballs. Not sure I'm a fan of that, but you know, compromise. It'll it'll be nice when it's done. Just only have five games, and that's that. Uh, yeah, gotta get gotta get all my tools and parts organized and out of my game room and skill roll fixed, and uh, then I'll be in uh, heaven in my basement. I'll never leave. Oh, Ryan's grabbing something. <clears throat> Other than that, I wish I put a heated floor in my game room as it's a cold basement tile, so it's just chilly on your tootsies. Well, you know, if you had those um, pin mats, that would be the perfect insulation where you wouldn't necessarily need it to <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on my Christmas list. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll luck out and get you as my Secret Santa. This oh, year. oh, are you You'll doing Secret me. Santa this year? Yeah, are they already doing signups? No, but people are getting all fired up for it. Yeah, no, I'm doing Secret Santa this year. All right, I think my game room update's done. Do you know how much cardboard I A fucking lot. had to cut up? Because every cabinet, one, two, three, four, five cabinets, all have their own cardboard, is probably as big as a pinball machine, plus a pinball machine. And if I see you soon, I have a piece of foam for you, if you want, from mm. my two games that shipped out. I have a chunk left. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. And a pallet, but it's only 30 by 30. It's the small ones. Ugh, not a fan of small pallet pinball shipping. They don't put enough padding around the game. They literally assume that nothing's going to bump uh, anything above the pallet. The P3 was packed like a son of a gun. That is the best pack job I've ever seen on a pinball being shipped. Even Stearns in the CGC game, like, they put foam in the corners. Nothing down the sides. It was a joke. No, uh, Stern doesn't even do that anymore. Oh, yeah, so I went to pick up my game, and there was, you know, they, they, what you're supposed to do is if they deliver it, and uh, you inspect it before you sign for it, and if it's effed up, you just send it back to do the insurance claim stuff. So I get to the trucking place, and they bring the game out, and there's a big, like, denty spot in the cardboard, and I'm like, uh, and he goes, uh, and I'm like, I'm gonna look at it, I'm gonna open it up, and so I cut it open, and it was mint on the inside but something had just whacked the cardboard but that's just like what how is it that expensive to drop you know a, a v of foam on all corners <sighs> it's it's too much especially with pinflation yep all right yep. so i haven't been to location i've been sick this is like week four or five of me being sick so i haven't even gotten to fix the monsters on mm -hmm. the bar, but you, I hear, did something a little fun. I did. I got to go play Godzilla. Godzilla! Yep. How was it? Was it amazing? Holy smokes. Um, initial impressions. 
uh, it absolutely could be Elwin's best game. Like, 100%. Um, I think there's still a lot of code that I didn't even touch that's there. But I just, like, didn't get to that point. Um, I have so far gotten to fight monsters, which is a ton of fun. Uh, and they're all very different in, like, your goals. Um, but then also, uh, I've gotten to tank multiball. Or, like, tank attack multiball. So that was pretty awesome. I got to the, the bridge multiball. I've done the main multiball. Um, and I have done Mechagodzilla's multiball. So I've gotten to play the four main advertised multiballs in the game. Um, is there the still tanks, code missing? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's we're, I think it's on like 0. 0.79, 0.79 right now. So it's not even 1.0 code. Um, but like the tank multiball, I think is the hardest to get sort of, uh, cause it requires the most shots. You have to shoot certain shots that are only lit with the tank insert to progress towards the tank multiball. Um, and I think that one takes like nine or 10 shots. Like maybe the building one takes more, but the tank shots can kind of be a pain in the ass to shoot. Cause Cause it, it doesn't just like straight up the middle. It doesn't sound like a lot of shots, but if they're kind of hidden and stuff and they're not focused on, then yeah, I mean, it might be, is it, right. Do you think it's one of those things that like randomly happens for most people? I think it could be, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, like I said, unless it's like lit, you don't even get credit towards like building towards it. And I know when I was building it up, uh, a lot of the time, the shot that was lit for tanks was the far left spinner, which is the one that's underneath the upper flipper. And that shot, it's totally makeable. But it is not as easy as it looks like it is to make that shot. Um, I think the hardest shot that I'm struggle I struggled with at the time was the left ramp. Uh, it's a really tight shot uh, overall. I think. Uh, I think the only shot that's technically tighter, but I still seem to hit more frequently, is the backwards through the building so the building they expect you on the pro to shoot the building and then the ball does the quickest 180 ever and then it comes out immediately to the left of that entrance to the building you can actually shoot up that shot though obviously because the ball came out there and it'll give you credit for hitting the building too uh, but that shot is not only a super wicked uh, but also i think the tightest shot in the game like that one you have to be pretty much dead nuts on uh it's like houdini tight which one is it i'm trying to find the playfield shot picture it's the shot immediate to the left of the opening of the building oh yeah oh, i yeah. think when me and you had talked about it you said you didn't think that that was a shot that would really be like makeable it 100 percent is <laughs> Wow, uh, yeah. But it is tight. It is very, very tight. 
Because that goes into the building, right? Because that, that's the 180 into the building. Right. Yep. Yep. And yeah, because the the magnet can grab it when it comes out of there. Right, but not if the ball's going in there. Yeah. Uh, I did notice uh, the magnet's not perfect right now. I think there's still some polish that they might have to do on that. Uh, and what I mean by that, listeners, is I was able to, on some really, really, really clean hits, like going into the building when I was locking a ball, if I hit it perfectly, um, it seemed like a one in four chance. The ball would just come screaming around that 180. The magnet would go to catch the ball. And the magnet would kick on, but the ball would just be moving at such a high rate of speed that it would like break off of the magnet, if that makes sense. And it would fall down lower onto the play field, even though the play field's kind of like darkened uh, while it's doing its little like, hey, look, I caught the ball, ball one locked or ball two locked. Um, so y- you have to be on your toes. <laughs> Uh, that magna grab works great like 85% of the time. Uh, but it is cool. I have also been hearing that they've been overheating on location. Oh. What happens when it overheats? Uh, it just gets like super fucking hot to the touch. Like you're literally cooking the play field and all the, the ball guides mm. and stuff there. So uh, it sounds like they came out with new code which uh they just dropped the other day i think i was gonna send it yeah yeah and i I think that code dropped because of magnet firing because they do specifically have a bunch of magnet stuff that they disabled and removed and then they also allow for you to fine-tune adjust the magnet as well so i think they're still kind of working on that part yeah the 14th they so october 14th 2021 they released the godzilla 0.79 game code yep so yeah it's the code isn't all there yet but it is deep because there's what seven monsters you can fight that i know of and then there's probably three that are like the mini wizard slash final wizard mode i know i did one ball i was doing really good and i beat ebera which is like a crab lobster monster (laughs) okay um and that monster is beaten by shooting each one of the three spinners enough so if you like spinners man (laughs) this game is for you uh because there's three different spinners and they all make different noises um (laughs) wait where's the spinners there's one at mecha godzilla Okay, yep. There's one to the left of the upper flipper. Yep. And then there is one at the to the right of the building entrance. Oh, to the right. Okay. Yep. Um so yeah, you got to shoot the spinners enough, all three spinners enough, and then you have to shoot the pot bumper. And that's how you defeat Ebera. <laughs> uh, but I I defeated Ebera and then I actually got to pick I don't know if it was supposed to do it this way, but because I haven't gotten deep enough into the code because this is my best game, but I then got to pick from the second tier of monsters, which you could do like 
King Gamora or like team ups of two of the other monsters at the same time. I got into that and the one that I picked was a team up. I think it was like, I forget the monster that I, that I picked, but it was that one and another one. And uh, that was a multi-ball. So like it kicked out balls and it was like a whole little mini wizard mode thing, but I'd only completed one mode technically. So I don't know the rules yet. Cause I only got, you know, like a dozen plays on it, but it is a lot of fun. I, I do really like the game. Do you think it shoots good? Yes. I think you have to find that left ramp shot. Mm-hmm. That is definitely the hardest shot that you need to be able to make all the time. But once you find it, uh, it seemed to be pretty repeatable for the most part, but there definitely were a lot of uh, like shots that went like 70% up, up um, that orbit and then would like rattle out and then drain back down. So it's, it's not, I don't know if that's a, an adjustment or if it's just my poor shooting. But when you say, nail like, it the way you're supposed to, it yeah. it works perfectly fine. I think it's my piss poor shooting. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm really, I, I really did like the game. I'm impressed uh, even at how well the geometry works on the lower section. Because like, oh, there's that whole right side where like the pot bumper is and stuff. Mm-hmm. The ball will go in there, right? Uh, a lot of times during like chaos. And you think looking at that, that that's going to kind of like slowly make the. No, my fucker, that thing will go in there, do a Mach 2 and it comes out doing Mach 2. Like he did a really good job. Elwin did at designing that because the ball can go in there and it could come screaming <laughs> out of that like lower area. Uh, so you always have to be on your toes when a ball goes in there, but I was able to do a couple, uh, repeated upper loops and then hit the tail whip, which is a bonus. And that's instead of making the main upper loop, you flip later and you go down that little weird half track orbit thing that spits it out to the lower flippers. Uh, and that's really cool. It's hard, but it's cool when you do it. So how do you hit the, um, what's that lower left target? Uh, the tip of your flipper. Oh, and I mean the fucking tip. Yeah. I was going to say that is low. Cause in the tank multi-ball, uh, that's where the super jackpot is. Yeah. The mecha Godzilla super jackpot is the switch that is right above where the, uh, shooter lane initially launches your ball up into that little area on the far right. Mm-hmm. It's like when you launch a ball, your ball's going to roll over a switch. I think there's two right there, right in line. The lower one is the super jackpot switch. Okay, so to get up there, you have to hit the... You have to tail whip it. Or... Is the tail whip the spinner shot? No, the tail whip is from the upper flipper. You flip later than if you wanted to do the like oh. repeatable upper orbit. And that's how you get it down in there. Cause, oh man. 
it is cool that there's like the two different ways to get to that part. And I was curious like how that felt and how it returned. Because it looks mm-hmm. like it'll go to your left flipper, but I guess it depends on how fast it's coming out. Uh, yeah, if it's coming out any, if it's going in there any faster than like a snail's pace, it's going to shoot out to your left flipper. But if it's going slow, you're in an immediate danger because there's a bunch of rubber there, but it's your ball's going to start bouncing between draining and inlane and pop bumper. And let me tell you, that pop bumper is an absolute fucking asshole. And I love <laughs> it <laughs> because you'll be sitting there trying to like bounce the ball off the out lane. And then you'll, you'll bounce the ball off of the, that like out lane rubber slightly too hard. And then the ball goes up and kisses the pop bumper and then it just throws it straight down the drain. Do you, did it play sort of like Rick and Morty or is it different? It's different for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, but it's but still it, a good different, like it was just, yeah, there's a lot of chaos like Rick and Morty and like TNA. And I like that they integrated it. And I think whether um, Keith will ever admit it, there's definitely a nod to Scott Denise's pop bumper and how it's utilized and how he integrated the pop bumper in this game and how it's utilized. Keith wants you to shoot that dangerous shot. Like a lot of the modes and other things that are going into the game, it wants you to just flip into that pop bumper. <laughs> and that's kind of terrifying because of just how pop bumpers are like, you're not really guaranteed like what that ball is going to do once you hit that pop bumper. Like, you know, you're absolutely going into a, a chaotic moment where you don't have control. Uh, and like I said, that's very similar to like TNA when it's like, all right, to blow up a reactor, you got to shoot the pop bumper. But yeah, it, it reminded me more of a mixture between TNA and Rick and Morty for like mm. how the pop bumper kind of played into the game in, in a good way. Yeah, I mean, you definitely nice. don't want to alley pass from your left <laughs> to the right one because I did that once or twice, and uh, yeah, no, that's that's yeah, a terrible dangerous. idea, and you're you're about to drain is what's going to happen. I am enjoying. I'm looking at a picture. I'm enjoying the unique stuff. Like, it's nice to have something different, even if I don't super enjoy it like i don't love the theme i like the godzilla like it's fun i just wouldn't buy it right but the the layout is awesome i'm excited to play it i think it'll it looks fun and it's the multiple entrances to orbits and stuff i think it's Mm -hmm. neat i'm just hoping it flows nice it flows like a freight train once you get going in fact it 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 flows really well but it is very, it's a chaotic flow. Like you're making these shots and they feel really good and they return normally pretty relatively safely, but it is pretty hard to trap balls on it. Like comparatively, like this is definitely a harder game to get control of like Jurassic park. You know, he had that fucking post that shot up and would like stop the ball right before the flipper. Right. Mm -hmm. So whenever you started a mode, you immediately had control and that ain't the fucking case. There's no ball save on that scoop when it ejects out doing 
23 million miles an hour. Um, there's no ball saves for anything that you do in the game. The only time you get ball saves are when you plunge the ball. And uh, in true Keith fashion, different skill shots award different ball save time increases. I think similar to Iron Maiden. I don't, I can't recall. I think he also did it in Avengers, but I don't remember if he did it in Jurassic Park. I don't think he did because of the limitations of kind of the, the layout, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I do like that there are multiple different skill shots in, in the game instead of, you know, like just rip it up. It goes up to the pop bumpers and then kind of like kicks out sort of deal. Ghostbusters has multiple. Yeah. Well, Ghostbusters, if you aren't fucking careful, it's just going to orbit around and you're, you know, immediately getting <laughs> the flipper <laughs> feed. But, you know, I'm talking like Munsters, uh, you know, Jurassic Park. Mm. Um, they're meant to play old school. Turtles. You know, unless you like hold the upper flipper up, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, all those games, like the plunge is safe. Whereas in like Godzilla and Maiden and some of these other ones, they're not exactly safe. Like you could absolutely just like fuck up your skill shot, not get anything. And you only have like a two or three second ball save before it turns off. Hmm. You better be getting control of that shit with that pop bumper trying to mean mug you the whole time. So no, I, I did enjoy it though. It was, it was very enjoyable. I'm very excited. I bought one. Um, I'm excited there a, for when it comes. Is there a ball save on it? Yes, but unless Default? you hit one of the okay. skill shots, it's short. Okay. Uh, Monster Bash had zero ball save. That doesn't surprise me because, I mean... It's quote-unquote easy. Yeah. I had to turn it on because my wife kept draining, and I was like, I'll turn this on for you. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's a ball save, which is... It's nice. I think I did it on Ghostbusters too, or no? I'm sorry, Monsters. I turned it up on the on route because it was garbage. Well, I think by default on route, it didn't have a ball save on Monsters. It either was zero or like one, like one second. It was crappy. Yeah, I could. I remembered playing the one that was at Punch Out because I've went to Punch Out numerous times. Um, and their monsters at the time that was replaced with the Jurassic Park, um, that had a zero second ball save. It didn't matter what you fucking did. That ball save wasn't turning on until you got to a multi-ball. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that game, yeah, fuck that game. <laughs> oh, I love the monsters. Mm. Hmm. I get one if I could get it cheap enough, but that is not a, I mean, it's kind of like a shittier medieval madness. <laughs> um, oh. mixed with like, um, yeah, it's walking dead or something like that. I, I don't quite know exactly where to put it, but it kind of reminded me of like, Medieval Madness a little bit because of like the dragster shot. The and... layout is similar. What I yeah. don't get 
on monsters fully. What I don't fully understand in the code is, like, if you complete a mode, say, uh, Herman, you, like, can't go back to it unless you complete and go to the next stage or level, right? Like, Star Trek? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't get that, so... I don't I, think that Monsters is mode-based, though, is it? Well, each character is, like, quote-unquote, a mode. Yeah. So the Raven is a multi-ball, and then Lily is the stand-up on the right. So, like, maybe not oh, modes, but they're up. things Yeah. to complete. I enjoy it. Uh, we'll see if I can keep the bar owner to keep it for a little while. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just going to get both his games to... He's talked about selling monsters and that other one. I'll just give him my Star Trek. It's I an would amazing not deal. Want that game on route? So <laughs> unless it's the new one, it's an amazing deal. But no, I I, I do think uh, listeners, if you haven't had a chance yet, go play a Godzilla. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's cool. Um, I'm assuming that on route they didn't turn on the Japanese. Uh, oh yeah, you you get to pick it at the beginning of your oh, game. Oh, you oh that's right, you pick it for your ball. So did you do it? Yeah, no, I've done and, both. And they don't have subtitles, though, do they? No, uh, but in important parts, it does kick over to English. So like, you'll be hearing a bunch of uh, language that, unless you can speak Japanese, you won't really understand. And then it'll be like, pick your, pick your fighter. You know, and then you'll have to decide like who you want to pick, and then it will in English read out like Godzilla versus Ebera, mm. and then it kicks back to you know Japanese. So like at important moments where you need to know what's going on, it will straight up just tell you like what you need to do. But at the same time, like. Uh, I didn't play enough of it to know, but in like the English, it's like Godzilla's spikes are starting to glow, you know, and you keep making his spikes build up until you can uh, cash it in by pressing and holding the center action button to charge it to a hundred percent. And then you have to rip that spinner and the better you rip it. I think the more spins you spin it, in combination to how much buildup you did beforehand plays into what the like Godzilla Ray bonus shot, you know, is worth. And I don't know if when you're playing Japanese, if it's still like Godzilla's spikes are starting to glow or if it, they say that in Japanese and then you really have no idea minus maybe flashing action button you know to let you know that it's ready that part i don't know but it does it did say when i was on location uh that you know the code and or uh oh it's not a finalized product that's what it is so just like on the stream it's still saying you know this is this is not uh finalized code and could change dependent on the license holder or something like that i wonder if they'll do more oh japanese oh my god the only thing i don't like is it's not the old godzilla 
Oh my god. There's only one left. I'm literally buying it right now. <laughs> I sent Ryan a mod. How um, does he only have one left already? I'm assuming he only found a couple of those toys. So does it replace the... It does. Okay. Is there something there? You no, know, it replaces the one that is there, which I'm totally fine with. There, There is something there? Yeah, by default, there's a plastic standee. There's nothing there on your, because it's, I guess it depends on where you put it. Yes, but it says it replaces the plastic standee. Oh, so it's in the back. Got to get those mods before your game. Yeah, buddy, it's out of stock now. Yeah, I bought the last one. Oh, I got to get a shaker motor for Monster Bash. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like it. Hmm. Mm. So the person that uh, asked me if I wanted to trade for uh, World Cup Soccer also said that he has a Deadpool Pro, but he's saving the Deadpool Pro until something he really wants comes along. Ugh, Deadpool. Yeah. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. So does Godzilla look like a watermelon? Uh, yes, but <laughs> you don't notice it as much as you would think. Hmm. Like, it's it's definitely there, but it wasn't awful. <clears throat> you know, you, you quickly don't recognize it because the rest of the art is a lot better. Oversaturated? It is oversaturated <laughs> and high contrast, but it is better than Godzilla's watermelon chest. I mean, the game, yeah, the, I, the art looks good. It makes me want to go watch the old Godzillas. Um, like when I saw the Monsters pinball at CES, I then went and bought the Monsters TV set and watched that and really enjoyed it because I remember watching it when I was little. Mm-hmm. And I think HBO has the Godzilla series back on. Ooh. So I might have to check it out. Yeah, I because I'm not familiar with a lot of these. Like I didn't know about Mechagodzilla until the new movie. Oh, oh, okay. It's weird because uh, back when I used to watch uh, late night Friday night or whatever TV, maybe it was Saturday night. Um, I watched Godzilla all the time, but I don't remember all these bad guys. But dude, I I remember Mothra, and that's about it. So maybe I just wasn't paying attention possible how could you but it also wasn't black and white i guess not all toho stuff is black and white yeah i mean some of it is but not all of it well it's exciting it's nice that it's validated that you bought a game that won't suck i mean it was a total uh <laughs> you know it was a total gamble but... yeah it was an educated gamble it was i don't I'm not uh, disappointed in my gamble, but it was a gamble. But if I'm going to gamble on one of the designers, I think Keith Elwin's definitely one to gamble on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not encouraging people to, to go out and do that all the time, but yeah. So the one thing I will say is that I'm not sure why Mesel Mods has the air ball protector for the building, 
because the one that I played on location, I never once myself or when watching anyone else play it saw air balls coming off of it. But it is kind of weird. Um, but I don't know. Maybe some people, especially if they're putting those playfield protectors on, uh, I could mm. totally see that because I know when I had seen the playfield protector on a black knight, the center target and the shield target were both causing air balls whenever it was hit. And it was because the playfield protector had moved it up enough to where um, the ball was not hitting the right point of the target. And instead it was causing it to like arc up and like catapult it. Dang. Yeah. I know those protectors are getting more popular with people, but they are, but I personally probably wouldn't do it until I actually like experienced an air ball, mm. but I don't know. Maybe I'm freaking crazy. That is very possible. Um, so on my monster bash, the scoop is hard to hit. Like I get a lot of rejects. Did yours do that? Or is this the cliffy that's kind of just letting it bounce around too much? Is there a cliffy on yours or did you put a cliffy on it? No, dude. So the nice thing is the special edition shipped with all the cliffies on it. Ooh. Except the switch lanes for your in lanes. And right, there's nothing protecting creature, but like. Yeah, the... but Mylar should be good enough for creature. The drain. Uh, we'll see. The drain and the scoop both had protectors on them. Hmm. And my muzzle mod order hasn't shipped yet. Which I think I ordered it over the weekend, so I can't be too mad. Hmm. Yeah, I think even when I had a cliffy on mine, it wasn't that bad. I know when I put the cliffy on attack from Mars, it made that scoop shot next to fucking impossible. I guess what I'm wondering is like a lot of it is wearing in. Like it just has to you, either you learn your shot or it wears in mm-hmm. over the course of time because like, it'll the ball will kind of dent some metal. Or do I need to adjust my scoop? Like is my scoop tilted a certain way that it won't let the ball just drain in? Because that's a big scoop hole. It's bigger than usual. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you could, you should try to get some slow mo of it rejecting. Mm, good point. Use my iPhone 2. Yeah, whatever iPhone you have, but you should iPhone, have slow-mo. iPhone 2? You tell me you don't have like an iPhone 12 or iPhone 13? No. Why would I have a new phone? Wow. I mean, I think I, think I can do slow-mo. Wow. I don't buy new phones. Yeah, no, I have slow-mo, but I have an old... Mm. Okay. Gotcha. Got my dog. Oh, I get a new dog. Yeah? What are you going to do with the old one? I'm not sure if I care. Okay. We done? Is that it for updates? I guess. When are you going to go out and play? uh, When are you going to go out and play some pinball? 
uh, next weekend when I come down to the shitties. Or if I go to the bar to fix Munsters this week. Okay. The only other thing is that um, I've had two people hit me up to repair their games. Yes. And so now I have to figure out, I'm just getting over this cough cold. And so it's just on the tail end. So I'm still coughing randomly. So if I go to the store, it obviously kicks in. I'll be at home all day, not coughing. And then I get home or I go to the store and it's like, oh, nope, time to cough. And so you look like, you know, Mr. COVID. So I have to, uh, I have to make sure that that is kind of over if people don't feel comfortable with that. I mean, I'll, I have no problem wearing a mask in someone's house uh, to go in. I also offered to have them drop off games. Uh, the person I've never met, I did throw down um, what the price and things are. And I haven't heard back, but it was late, so guess we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. More money for the next P3 game, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but I hope I just have that. Yeah. As long as Cactus Cane is not a bajillion dollars. It probably will be a bajillion dollars. Mm. Hmm. That won't be fun. It'll be interesting to see what it does end up being, though. Like, legitimately. Hmm. I'm wondering, like, how much code is Lyman going to change? A bunch. A ton. Hmm. <laughs> well, because there's going to be mechs that weren't in the original game. Hmm. No, maybe. No, 100%, especially on the LE. Maybe. They've, they've already said that it's going to have mechs that were not in the original game. I don't know if they said that. They did. I feel like you're making shit up now. Nope. No, I am not. Hmm. But in either case, I think it is that time. So, listeners, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye-bye! Bye. Sounds like ZZ Top. No, I was trying to make the intro to our show. You gotta get some auto tune then. Oh, well, we don't have the budget for that. (laughs) No.